Welcome to the Spiritual Badass Podcast with me, Mark Wynn. And you're about to discover how the spiritual world and the physical world work hand in hand. And how the spiritual world is there helping you 365 days of the year, 24-7, to have a life that is full of health, wealth, and happiness. The question you should be asking is, am I the spiritual badass? Or are you the spiritual badass? Welcome to this podcast. And yes, it's called Please Insult Me. Because as you're about to find out, being insulted is probably one of the best things that could happen in your life in terms of making it better and better. You're kind of saying, well, what are you talking about, Mark? How can being insulted help me? So to do that, I need to ask you a question. What is the most valuable thing in the world? I mean, is it silver? What about gold or mercury or possibly even hen's teeth? Well, this thing that I've got in mind you're unable to buy. It's impossible to buy it. But if you've got it, and the more that you've got of it, the better your life gets, both in terms of happiness and joy and even money. So you want to find out what it is? To do it, I need to recap the last podcast. So remember I spoke about, I said, you know, people make themselves ill. Because like when someone has a go at you, you know, they call your names and, you know, the things that they're going to do to your mother. And they really, really insult you. You have a choice. And your choice is to either react and have a go back. Well, it's only natural, isn't it? You know, you just had to go at your mother. Or to be non-reactionary. But the thing with being reactionary, it creates a chain reaction. And then things get worse because... You know, you're inviting them to have another go back at you and then you have a go back at them and then they have a go back at you. But these things happen for a reason. And if you are reactionary, it means that you have learned nothing as to why that person had a go at you. Well, in in truth of it is, it's actually nothing to do with why that person had a go at you and more of the fact that somebody had a go at you, as I'm going to explain. So also in the last podcast... I said that in any situation, you know, that someone has a go at you, you know, naturally, because we are human beings, it creates emotions and emotions create energy and it is impossible to destroy energy. So that energy has to go somewhere. So you can either direct it to some kind of motivational good purpose. I mean, like, for example, I don't know, you're an athlete and you come in fourth and everyone has a go at you, you know. Because it's like you're a waste of space coming in forth. And you can use all those insults to, to motivate yourself in terms of your training to next time to get on the podium. But then the other option is you keep all that energy inside of you, right? All the emotions you hold inside of you. And then whatever it is that's created them, you know, you play it round in your head and your head all the time. But, but because of this energy inside of you, um, you will make yourself ill as a result. And that's what people do. But there is a much bigger picture here. You know, a really important lesson that I want to give you that will have a dramatic effect on the quality of your life. So let's go back to the first question that I asked. I said to you, you know, what is the most valuable thing in the world? Is it silver? Well, no, because gold's more valuable. What about mercury? What about kryptonite? You know, if you're Superman, surely that's the most, most valuable thing that's out there. And I said hen's teeth. 
but the thing that I've got in mind is more valuable than even hen's teeth. And it's called, are you ready, virtue. So let me explain what virtue is and the impact that it will have on your life. See, virtue is a commodity that determines how successful we are. You know, how much good fortune we have in our lives, how lucky we are, how much, yeah, money that we actually have. And you see, the thing about virtue is it's impossible to purchase it. It has to be earned. And the thing about virtue is you can give it away. And this is what I'm going to explain in detail in this podcast, because this is what people do all the time. And so you can have this virtue, which is going to make your life better. But at the same time, you can give it away in chunks. You see, when you were born, you were born with an amount of virtue. And the amount that you were born with depends on what you did in your previous life. So think of it like a a piggy bank, you know, like savings. So you carry forward, you know, all the virtue that you've accumulated in a previous life. So, you know, if you were in a previous life a crook, you know, and you stole things and you lied and you cheated your way through life, it would mean that when you were born in this life, you'd be starting with a lower amount of virtue. You know, so you're going to have to, to do things to earn it back. But equally... In a previous life, you could have been poor, right? Very, very poor. And you could have suffered. And suffering is a way of actually attracting in more virtue. And you spent your life helping other people. You know, it was a tough life. But because you did all of that, you suddenly have all this virtue which is available to you in this life. And then suddenly things get better and better and better. So the amount of virtue equals the amount of good things that happen in your life. So the way to describe this is I'm going to give you a whole number of examples about how you can accumulate virtue and then how you can give it away. So I'm going to tell you one thing that happened to me. So I was out walking my dog and I've got a sprocker, which is like a springer and a cocker combined. And he managed to find his way through a fence and there were sheep at the other side. So I went in to get him back out, couldn't get him back out. And then for the next 45 minutes, he thought, this is great fun. I'm just going to chase after the sheep, right? He was going to worry them. He never bit them, never touched them. And so I decided, because it was the right thing to do, that I would wait for the farmer to come along. And along comes the farmer. And he comes charging up to me. And he grabs me and he throws me to the ground. I ended up getting a cracked jaw. Um, I had to go to the, the hospital because of it. You know, he threatened to shoot my dog. He threatened to shoot me. He'd phone the police. The police all turned up. I mean, ah, oh, what a hoo-ha. But the thing was, I never reacted. I never fought back. I just, I just took what happened because what happened, as I'm about to explain, was something that I must have created at a previous time. And so if I'd have fought back like I would reacted, then in that situation... I'd have learned nothing. I mean, it's okay to defend yourself. That's absolutely fine. But if I decided I'm going to, because he's punched me, I'm going to punch him, it means I've learned nothing. But this is what's happened. He could have come up and he could have spoken to me and we could have resolved it. But because he's now been forceful, aggressive and had a go, he has given me a ton of virtue. Because I failed to fight back, I've kept the virtue. Now, if I'd have punched him back, then I would have given him back the virtue. I might have given him back even more virtue than I've received. 
police turn up, they want to charge him. I refuse because I know that it was my dog that was at fault. And then the whole thing is forgotten about. And an hour later, I get a phone call from his dad and then I get a phone call from him, from him as well, apologising, right? It's done. It's sorted. But importantly, I've closed the book on this particular lesson because this has happened for a reason. There will be at some time in my past that I have done something to someone last week, last month, maybe 10 years ago, maybe 20, 30 years ago. And this is it happening back to me because the world was created as one big mirror. And because I was non-reactionary, it means I've learned the lesson. So it's never going to happen again. Whereas if I'd have fought back for the sake of it, then it's something else of the equivalent nature is going to happen again to me. So that's how virtue works. But let me give you some more examples because this is really important. And then you can see yourself, hopefully, in some of these examples. So let's go back again to somebody coming up and they insult you and they this time call your granny a number of names, right? Um, you have a choice and you can choose to react and you can choose to be non-reactionary. So let's look at the scenario where you decide to react. They have a go. They insult you. They have a go at your granny as well, right? Um, now, this has happened because at some point you have done something, had a go at someone, insulted someone, totally unrelated and unconnected with this person that's had a go at you. This, you know, this is what I said, like the world is a one mirror. And because you've done something, it's going to come back to you. But it will come back to you from any one of a million different directions. And it's nothing to do. This situation is nothing to do with the person that is having a go at you, right? Remember that. Because even if you dislike them, it's nothing to do with them. So the person's having a go at you, right? So you could call it karma if you want to do it. Um, and you are insulted, but you choose to be reactionary. And if you react, you've learned nothing which means that somebody else will have another go at you at some point. And if you react in that situation, it means you've learned nothing and it'll carry on and carry on. This is why people have relationships where the same problem goes around and around and around. This is why people's, people have relationships end badly. And because they've never resolved it with that person, the next one ends in the same way. And the next one ends in the same way. Do you see the pattern? So... Here's the thing, when the other person insults you, right, they're giving you virtue, right? And the more that they slag off you and your granny, the more that you receive, right? Piggy bank, right? The more that they're having to go at you, the more that's going into your piggy bank, right? So this means that you're going to have better things happening in your life. You're going to receive more good things. And this is because you've decided to just accept what it is that they're saying, right? Now, if you ever go back, you're going to give them back the virtue. And if you have a bigger go back at them, you're going to give them more virtue than they've given you. So your piggy bank has now got less. So you see how this ping pong thing works? So let's look at the real benefits of being non-reactionary. So someone has a go at you, right? They really insult you. Now, if you just accept what they say, you know, so they call you a name and you go, yeah, you're right. You know, I am one of those things, right? And you smile, you, you suddenly smile because you'll have this really good feeling that's inside of you because the ping pong thing that's going on 
is energy moving backwards and forwards. So I'm calling it virtue, it's energy, it's the same thing. And once they've had a go at you and you just smile, you feel good, right? Think back to when this could have happened in your life. You feel good. And because you're smiling, you'll probably find that they'll go away all upset and you'll remain calm and your life becomes better because you've stayed in that calm place. Now, because you know you've caused this situation to happen and then have a go at you, you'll be then extra pleased because you know it's never going to happen again. You know, it's a bit like having a, a car windscreen and you know, it's really difficult to see out of it because it's got 20 dead flies all over it. And because you're non-reactionary, you can wipe away one of those dead flies. And suddenly, you, you know, every time this happens, you can wipe away another fly. And then you're, this, the vision that you get through the windscreen gets clearer and clearer in the same way your life gets better and better and better. So, another example, right? Kids complain, right, particularly when they get older, that, that when they're at school, right, or even adults. You know, I was bullied. I was bullied. It ruined my life, right? But just wait a minute. Just rewind this a second. Every time you were being bullied, those people or that person was giving you an amazing gift. They were giving you some of their virtue, right? And they never realised it. And so you're cashing in. So if you look back now, having been bullied and all the times you were bullied, you have all this virtue sitting in your piggy bank. You should be celebrating. This is incredible. This is brilliant news. So, you know, life you can do one of two things, right? Everything's a choice. And you can either go, oh, I was bullied, my life is terrible, and you can go down that route. Or you can go, yeah, I was bullied, but wait a minute, I've gained because of it. Now, which route you go down will then define, you know, what then happens in your life. Because if you can accept the bullying as being something that gave you virtue, then you're going to open an amazing door and in will come all the stuff that you've accumulated in terms of that virtue. Another example, right? Think of a kid and that kid is, say, mentally slow and, and people have a go at that child, you know, insulting them, you know, for being slow. Inside, at a spiritual level, that kid's going to be going, yeah, 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 come on, give me more insults, give me more insults because the more insults that they get, the more virtue that child gets. So life is completely different to maybe the way that you see it. It's certainly different to the way that most people see it. And things like being bullied, you know, or being insulted, they're great because what you're receiving is something that is more valuable than gold or mercury or kryptonite or hen's teeth. Oh, or by the way, hen's teeth um, fail to exist. This is one of those things that people say, you know, it's rarer than hen's teeth. It's because hens don't have teeth. That's why it's rare. So going back to the farmer thing, I gained, he lost, right? That was his choice. So more examples for you, right? Um, I knew of a guy and he won the lottery, right? But the guy was a bit of a crook. He was a villain. He was a social nuisance, constantly now having the lottery, having parties, you know, keep really, really upsetting the neighbours. And then you think, why him? Why would he deserve to win the lottery? 
And it's because carrying into this life, he brought with him a ton of virtue. And that virtue then turned into being a big lottery win. It then transpires, you know, he's, he's given away all his money, well, through drugs and drink, and he's now poor. But he's happier for it. But that's why these things work. Powerful businessmen, they get richer because they have virtue. But sometimes, unless they learn about how life works and they do bad things, they will give virtue away. And as they do that, suddenly, bush, their money disappears. And as a result, they might have to start again in the next life with a low amount of virtue. You see how it works? Virtue turns into money. Unless you learn the lessons in life, you will lose it. You'll give it away. So this is why it's really important to celebrate being insulted. This is why I call this Please Insult Me podcast, right? Have a go at me because you're going to give me virtue. You're going to make my life better. Now, when we were born, we were born equal. And when we will die, we will die equal in terms of importance. But the bit in between that we call life is actually ego because we think you know, that we are more important than other people and there are people out there that think they're important, more important than absolutely everybody. But we were born with virtue and virtue defines what happens in our lives. Now we still, with the exception of health, this is. I mean, health is something that we have full control over, as I was explaining in the last podcast, and we can define how healthy we are and we create the illnesses in our lives. At the same time, we can convert illness back into positive health. And if you haven't heard the last podcast, go back and listen to it because you'll get that lesson. It is powerful. So virtue is the thing that allows us to have whatever we want to go on in this life to make our lives better and better and better. So the object of life is to accrue virtue and to get as much of it as you possibly can by doing good deeds you get it by suffering. You get it by helping other people. You get virtue given to you by other people by being non-reactionary. And being non-reactionary is great because you retain control of your life. You, you fail to give it away the way that you would do, you know, if you were going into a blazing row with somebody, okay? So this is really important because it defines how much goodness, how much money, how much happiness, how much calmness is in your life. Being non-reactionary is really key, right? So you want to look at your life in terms of how you can accumulate virtue, how you can do good things, how you can help other people without looking for anything back in return. So this is why I said at the very beginning, what is the most valuable commodity there is in the world? And it is virtue. And you must do everything you possibly can to accumulate virtue because your life will get better and better and better for it. And that's what we want. We want to be happy. We want to have three things in our lives. The spiritual world wants us to have a limitless supply of health, of wealth and happiness. And they are there constantly helping us achieve that. And this is why these situations will come about because they're like tests. They test to see that you're awake consciously. They test to see that you'll learn from your mistakes because we make them all the time. And if you do, then you've, you, you've learned that lesson. 
you can move to the next level. It's like a ladder and you go up and every time you go up, you know, you start to get a better view of what the world looks like. And the higher you go up the ladder, the better the view is, you know, and the better your life is at the same time. So now you've learned something incredibly valuable and that is virtue. Virtue is the most important, valuable commodity you can ever ask for. And off the back of that, you can then define your life in terms of how things happen, how you help people, how you become non-reactionary, and you learn from everything that happens. So we've now come to the end of this podcast. Question is, how are you going to lead your life? There's one thing that you must be, though, excited. This is the one condition the spiritual world has for you to have amazing things come into your life is that you're excited about your life because it's like a door that it opens up to allow everything that you want to come in, okay? It puts value into everything that you do. Find things to be excited about. Jump out of bed thinking things that make you excited and that, that then attracts back in more stuff. It's like the door. I keep talking about doors. Doors open up and it allows the spiritual world to give you more and more stuff. And so I'm going to sign off in my usual way. And what I'm going to say is stay excited.